What's up disc golfers, Joe here with Joe's Disc Golf and this is a special treat just for you. This is the Jonesboro preview and predictions. But I can't get into that without talking to you about the lovely, lovely, fantastic sponsor that we have here today. Log. What rolls downstairs? A loner in pairs rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack? And it fits on your back. It's log, log, log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's better than bad. It's good. Everyone needs a log. You're gonna love it, log. Come on and get your log. Log from Blamo. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, we can get on to talking about Jonesboro. Yes, we are headed back to Jonesboro again. And this course is pretty fantastic. We've seen some fun stuff here over the years. And we've also noticed a slight pattern here going on that may or may not change my picks or yours when you go out and fill out that skip ace form there. In 2017, on the MPO side, we had Mr. Ricky Waisaki taking it down. And on the women's side, we had Paige Pierce. The pro purse that year was $23,210. That very next year, things got crazy. It was absolutely insane. Ricky Waisaki and Paige Pierce both won it. This time, they added almost $10,000. Sorry, they added just over $10,000 to the pro purse. $31,247. 2019, we changed things up just a little bit. That is the year Paul Macbeth won it. And Paige Pierce. Big surprise there. They added quite a bit more money this time at $44,021. In 2020, we changed things up again. Calvin Heimberg takes it down on the men's side, and Paige Pierce again takes it down on the women's side. This year, we lost a little money on the pro purse, $40,902. And last year, 2021, the wonderful, beautiful, fantastic Ricky Wysocki takes it down again. On the women's side, we finally have a little bit of a change. We had Katrina Allen taking it down. Bro Purse was 60805 This year, we don't know exactly what the Pro Purse is going to be. There has been $27,000, $27,500 of added cash. Plus, they've also raised $45,000 for St. Jude. St. Jude is an amazing organization that helps out with kids' cancer. So uh, whether or not you are tied with disc golf or not, I highly recommend you check them out. And if you can, feel free to donate. But what's up with the Jonesboro course? Disc Side of Heaven, which currently sits on UDisc at a 4.6 rating out of 448 ratings. A lot of people really like this course. Unfortunately, according to UDisc, it's closed for a good chunk of the year between May and October because this is actually an active hay field. Uh, so if you've got hay fever, I'd uh, stock up on the Claritin on the Zyrtec and uh, make sure you have plenty of Benadryl with you just in case because you're going to be sneezing like crazy. This is a private property course um, that they're allowed to use. The baskets that they will have there are the Prodigy T1s along with the turf pads. This is all information you can find 
at udis.com slash a whole bunch of different things because, you know, it's it's a course. But just go to udisc.com and look up or open your app and look up Jonesboro Disc Side of Heaven because, you know, it's pretty fantastic like that. Looking at the course, we have one interesting thing for hole one. Instead of throwing from two different bas- or two different tees, you're actually throwing to two different baskets. The women's basket will be up Closer than the men's side, it's hard to tell on this, but according to the caddy book that they have, on the women's side, hole one will play 385 feet. On the men's side, it will play 470. Pretty crazy there. Overall course length on the men's side is 9,995, and on the women's side, it is 8,752 feet. That is pretty crazy. That is... um, has a pretty long course right there. Lots of winding courses through the woods, through a whole bunch of different things. Like, it, it is crazy how much is going on there. Um, they do have uh, some OB to contend with. There are specific spectator spots that you do need to watch out for. So if you're going to attend, all the VIP passes are sold out. However, you can still pick up some individual day passes or the weekend pass according to Eventbrite. So if you go on to the Eventbrite website and look up Jonesboro, how did they name this one? DGPT Jonesboro Open 2022. You can go ahead and sign up for that and go ahead, get yourself some tickets and watch some amazing, amazing disc golf. Not too much has changed uh, from last year. So if you remember what the course looked like last year, not much has changed. One of my favorite holes is hole six. Men's and women's will be playing from the same tee. Hole six is 315 feet with a water carry basically right up to the circle. Uh, you're thrown downhill, so it's not it's not too crazy, but it is it is a fantastic hole. Uh, Jonesboro, disc side of heaven, definitely on my bucket list here. So what can we expect out of the men and women? Well, uh, not too many crazy things here. This is, uh, especially after coming from uh, W.R. Jackson, this is going to be a relative hyzer fest. There are plenty of old growth oak trees, uh, enough stuff in the way, OB and whatnot, and just general growth and foliage. But overall, from what everybody is coming from, W.R. Jackson, this course is going to feel like a wide open field. Like it's going to be like, oh yeah, that's, that's easy. There's, there's no trees here. I mean, yeah, there's, you know, about two dozen over there. But um, yeah, I don't have to contend with two dozen right off the tee and then another two dozen 50 feet after that and then another two dozen, another 20 feet after that. So what I've got is basically as much space as I want to go air something out. And that's that's why I have my predictions, which will be coming in here just in a little bit. Um, They got a bunch of fun sponsors, some local stuff, some bigger stuff, but they do have on most of the most of the baskets or most of the most of the holes. They have separate men's and women's tees, which is pretty fantastic. They're taking into account that the women's game is different than the men's game. And them's the facts of life. Generally speaking, the women can't throw as far as the men when we're talking about apples to apples. We're talking Paige Pierce and Drew Gibson. We're talking Katrina Allen and uh, Eagle McMahon before he hurt his shoulder. You know, we're talking, we're talking the big bombers up there, you know, but it just, that's just how it goes. Now, 
can they all, can all those women, well, both of those women I just mentioned, kick my ass seven ways to Sunday? <laughs> yeah, they are phenomenal disc golfers and can beat me probably at Jonesboro with putters only, them using putters only and me, me, me using my whole bag. <laughs> it's just, I, I have faith in them. I don't have, I have faith that I will screw it up. I'd be happy to birdie a hole, you know, and that would, that would be kind of where I'm at, maybe hole six, because at least from the videos I've seen, that really does suit my game. A uh, nice little forehand shot downhill. Beautiful, beautiful. But I digress. Let's get back to this. Um, some pretty monstrous holes out there. On the women's side, we have a couple holes over 600 feet. We have a hole over 700 feet and one hole 818 feet par five. That is the same for the men and women. That is hole 18, a winding hole through some of the woods, which again is going to feel pretty easy, pretty open, relatively speaking. Now, if you're there as a spectator, you do have to have your pass, and there are specific spots where you can stand. They do have, and I will put this graphic up right here, they do have specific spots that you need to stand. Um, you're only allowed in certain areas. Obviously, you can walk to the different spectator areas, but you cannot dawdle. You cannot just hang out and watch specific spots unless it's in a spectator area. Uh, one of those spectator areas is right by hole one. So you can see the basket of 18 and hole one. There is another spectator zone where you can see the basket of hole one. A lot of the fairway of hole nine, kind of the basket depends on how the trees are. And if you can kind of sneak away, you know, into an angle to see through the trees, you could see the basket on nine. You could see the men's tee for hole two, and you can look down the fairway and watch the disc fly away from you on hole two for the men's and women's tee. There is another spectator area kind of down at the bottom of the property, at least when you're looking at the map, where you get to see incoming shots on hole four, and that's it. And maybe, again, depending on where you're standing, you might be able to see some of the men or some of the women tee off on hole five, but that is going to be rather difficult just because the trees, elevation change, all that fun stuff. The uh, kind of sweet spot to stand, other than maybe going over, you know, watching hole 18 and watching hole one, would be this area over by hole 17, where you can see the men and women both tee off on hole 17, men and women tee off on hole 13, tap out or on hole 14, tap out on hole 13. You could probably see across and see uh, hole 12, see some of those drives. You'll be able to see 16 coming in at you and six going across the water. Overall, I think that is going to be some of the best spot to see as many people as possible at one time. Now, if you're going to get overwhelmed by that, I'd say hang out by 18, but you better post up early because, well, if you don't, there's not a lot of space just by the way this spectator zone is drawn on the map. Obviously, things could change when you get there. Uh, they are operating in a phase two, so they are limiting spectators uh, for some reason. I'm not 100% certain on why on that one, but that's what's going on. But overall, those are those are the things that's going on there. So since this is kind of a uh, Heiser Fest here, I'm thinking, and here's here are my predictions. Here are my predictions. I'm going to look into my crystal glass that is empty. That's unfortunate. Why is all the whiskey gone? To paraphrase a legendary character, Jack Sparrow. Um, 
I have in third place Ganon Burr. We've seen the guy can bomb, this kid can bomb. We saw him do really well at Vegas. Um, he could have won it. He was right there. And I think he's going to, I think this course is going to set up to suit his game pretty well. I think he could get third place. In second place, I think it's going to be forever the bridesmaid and not the bride, Kelvin Heimberg. He has been playing phenomenal. He just can't seem to, in the tournaments this year, he can't just quite seem to get over the hump and win one. He has been in the hunt for so many. We saw it even at Champions Cup here. He's been so close, so close. I was rooting for him. He just couldn't quite finish it out. And taking it down after a... Tough loss. I'm going to say Ricky Waisaki is going to take this one down after losing out to Chris Dickerson at the Champions Cup. On the women's side, I'm going to have the previous year's winner finishing third place because I think that's about where she's going to finish. I think uh, her putting is adequate. Um, it's nothing special. It never has been. Don't get me wrong. Uh, this is a course that will suit her pretty well. And I think that She'll be able to get some good drives, but I think her putting is going to hold her back on this one. Second place is someone who has yet to miss the podium this year. Check my work. It is true. Kristen Tatar has podiumed in every single event she has played in in 2022. And I think she's going to get second place again here, losing out again to Paige Pierce, who has pretty much just won this event. It's uh, the Paige Pierce show, and everybody else is invited to watch. Now, I could be completely wrong. I usually am. I mean, my predictions for Champions Cup... I didn't have predictions for Champions I did have predictions. Did I? Oh, yes, because I had Paul, Chris, and Ricky, and I was close. I had Chris Dickerson second place. He ended up first. You know, not bad. Ricky, second. Not third. Not bad. I had two of the three FPO people right, but in the wrong spot. I had Kristen Tatar winning. She got second. Valerie Mondahano taking second. She did not podium. And Paige Pierce taking it down. Or taking third, but she took it down. So, you know, wires got crossed. Whatever. I was close. But, you know, close is only good in horseshoes, hand grenades, and atom bombs. And uh, with that last one, you really don't have to be all that close. What can I say? If you want to catch all the action, it will start live on the Disc Golf Network. You can find their stream that will be on their website. I believe it is starting at 9.30 a.m. Central. Or uh, the men's broadcast will usually start around 2.33 o'clock. Double check on that one. Or obviously, you'll have Jomez, GK, Gatekeeper, and Central Coast doing the post-produced. And that will come out the next day you know, go ahead and watch that. As per always, this is a DGPT event, a Disc Golf Network event, and we will see the final round live on YouTube for free or Disc Golf Network for free. Go ahead. If you have Disc Golf Network, go ahead, you know, make sure that you uh, are signed in and all that stuff. And hopefully we won't have any color commentators, you know, making calls from the booth that they shouldn't. But that is a whole separate controversy. If you want to get in for it, you can talk to me live Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be talking about the most recent Players' Cup controversy because I didn't get to do a Players' Cup wrap-up show because 
Things got crazy. It was Easter, family, whole fun stuff there. I'm going to try to do a uh, quick wrap-up show after the Jonesboro tournament ends and we have a champion crowned. We'll see, but that's also the same night we record the fantastic Half in the Bag Disc Golf podcast. So if you're still watching, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe's Disc Golf. You can head to joesdiscgolf.com to check out the latest article all about how the rules have been selectively enforced against Kristen Tatar. You can also find me on YouTube, obviously, if you're watching here. If you don't want to watch me, you can go over to Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Everywhere helps. It is awesome. You can listen there, listen to that. You can, again, watch me live on YouTube, Facebook, or twitch.tv, all slash Joe's Disc Golf. And you can go ahead and like, chat, interact. I do a pretty good job of interacting, and I have so much fun talking to you guys. If you think that I have provided some kind of value to you, if you think that is something pretty awesome, you know, maybe uh, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Joe's Disc Golf. There's a link at the Joe's Disc Golf webpage, and there'll be a link in the description below. If you think I did a good job, you know, maybe toss a couple bucks my way. This video is approximately 15 minutes long. How much is 15 minutes of your time worth? Two bucks, three bucks, five bucks? Hey, you know, whatever up to you. You can also support the channel through joesdiscgolf.com slash shop and go ahead, buy some sweet merch. We got some new hats in stock and they're pretty sweet. They're Adidas hats. They got the little logo off on the one side. It's pretty awesome. Working on getting some other merch out there. But again, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. I've been Joe. You've been awesome. And if you get a great tree kick, don't forget to thank Treesus. And if you get kicked, deeper into the woods, well, you need to repent and reflect because you have transgressed against Treesus. Thank you all for watching. Can't wait to see you all in the next video.